Welcome to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalized creators played by marginalized people. Today, playing with me, we have Marquez. Hi, I'm Marquez. My pronouns are he, him. I can be found on Twitter at Marquez the GM. I am playing Johnny5, also he, him. I am currently working as a GM and player on Tabletop Potluck, another actual play podcast, which you can find at tabletoppotluck.com or on any social media at Tabletop Potluck. Brandon. Hi, everybody. I'm Brandon O'Brien. My pronouns are he, him, or they, them. I will be playing Gentaro Kisaragi, whose pronouns are also he, him, or they, them. You can find me on Twitter at The Rising Tides, and I'm currently working on my own RPG called Sound Clash, a game of music and magic and sticking it to the man, which you will be able to find on my itch page, therisingtides.itch.io, when it is ready. And Ray. Hi, I'm Ray. My pronouns are he, him, and today I'll be playing Mickey Mouse, whose pronouns are also he, him. You can find me on Twitter at Dark Dragons Inn, which is the account for my podcast, Tales from the Dark Dragons Inn, a high fantasy audio drama style podcast driven by D&D. You can also find me playing the character of Razmataz in the super queer actual play podcast, The Talent Agency, who are Phantom Arts Int on Twitter. And you can also find me behind the voices at Twitter account for Voices at Play. And I'm Algie. My pronouns are any pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at 11 thirds or on Tumblr at equals 11 thirds. And this is the only project I have going on currently. And we love you for it. (laughs) And I'll be your host and game master. Today, we'll be playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined by Riley Hopkins of Linksmith Games. A Powered by the Apocalypse tabletop RPG about our connections with other people, the power we draw from those connections, and traveling to different worlds. Last time our group played, we played as players just starting out on their adventure with just the starting links and moves, and I wanted to show play as it would be after a longer campaign. So everyone is playing with four advancements and three extra links in addition to the starting ones. Since links are an important game mechanic, I don't know if you want to go over moves and links and playbooks and stuff, right? That's actually a really good point. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Okay, so I will be playing Mickey Mouse as the playbook The Prodigy. The Prodigy is basically about being super the best. I'm used to being told how great I am, and I'm always quick to show off how fantastic I am, which, let's be honest, it may as well be the Ray playbook. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I have uh, a number of links. I have a light link with... I won't talk about the characters I have links with in this game until we we actually meet them, but I'll talk about my previous links. So in our past adventures, we visited the world of Dragon Ball Z, specifically during the arc of Majin Buu, and Mickey Mouse encountered Prince Vegeta, who had sold his heart to gain more power. And so Mickey Mouse has a locked Dark Link with Vegeta the Saiyan. Because as a prince, he should have known that the the truest and strongest power of all comes from the heart within. Mickey also has a mastery link with Gentaro, who he sees as a young student in the ways of 
seeking out the darkness and putting a stop to it. And he has a heart link with Johnny Five because Johnny Five's a freaking robot. And that kind of makes Mickey consider and reflect upon what it is that makes a heart in this world of crazy inter-world travel, I guess. Oh, and also I have a mastery link with Ian Malcolm because he just told me so much. About being... I prefer not to discuss what exactly <laughs> Ian Malcolm taught me, but I learned some things. Chaos theory. Uh, I, won't, I won't talk about the moves because I will be making a point of trying to use them in-game. Uh, in I will pass the torch to Marquez. I, I am playing Johnny Five from the very popular and very well-remembered Short Circuit series of films. Everyone knows them. It's fine. I am playing the Friend Playbook. The Friend Playbook is all about helping people out, helping your party members out. They have moves designed to keep people buffed and healed and putting on disguises, and it's a lot of fun. I... We'll talk about my past links. We visited the world of Jurassic Park, as previously mentioned, and Johnny Five has a heart link with Dr. Ellie Sattler because she is the greatest character in Jurassic Park, and she was secretly the most useful person there, and she's great, and played by Laura Dern, which Johnny Five doesn't know. I have a light link with Gentaro because he is a fun friendly person and Johnny Five is very similar in that regard in that they just want to make friends all the time and so they just are really good friends because they want to make friends. And I have a heart link with Mickey Mouse because I view Mickey Mouse as a hero and someone that I can look up to. And I also have a dark link with Ghost Rider from the very well remembered and everyone knows it ghost rider tv series from canada and there was a book series afterwards and everyone knows that ghost rider is a ghost who used to be a writer and he's very mysterious and he leaves clues for kids to solve mysteries and johnny five has a dark link with ghost rider because ghost rider is very secretive about the information that he gives and who he gives and johnny five is a very open person so he is at odds with ghost rider not ghost rider ghost writer <laughs> two very different characters i think i will save my my last link for the game so i guess that's me then hi i'm playing gentaro who's Playbook is the light, because, obviously, Gantaro Gantaro is the lead character of the not-so-well-known-but-should-be-better-known Kamen Rider Forze. It's this really awesome Japanese tokusatsu series about a boy whose sole goal in high school is to befriend every living thing on Earth. And he's rad, and he has space powers that is, that is powered by his friendship with other people, and it's really neat. So obviously, I'm playing a character whose sole goal is to just make friends all the time. I have light links with Brian Finch from the Limitless TV series, because why not? I was, I was, I was just passing through, and we just so happened to be in the same place, and he seemed like a cool guy, so we just hung out and like played board games and stuff, and it was neat. I also have a light link with Lenny Frazier from the Ghostwriter series, because she's resourceful and smart, and likes music, and so do I, and we just kind of hit it off, so we became friends as well, because obviously. And I also have a light link with Johnny Five, because Johnny Five is cool, 
and it's always cool to befriend a cool robot. I have a hot link with Mickey Mouse because at the moment that I'm now traveling, trying to discover how to solve a problem that's really important to me, Mickey just seems like the kind of person who has it figured out in terms of how to be brave and resourceful and how to take charge in this particular moment. So I'm kind of inspired by Mickey and I want to learn more from Mickey in this process. And I have one other link that I'm not going to mention until that comes up. I kind of love how we're talking about past links because this is very much in the spirit of like when I was a teenager, I played Kingdom Hearts 2 without finishing Kingdom Hearts 1. So Sora had been places I had not. So this is kind of how we're doing this. So the world that we are visiting today is a place all of your characters have been before because there's a GM principle in Interstitial called each world is temporary but come back to visit, which is... Again, very much Kingdom Hearts 2. You've been somewhere before, and now you're coming back. Mickey in Kingdom Hearts is the inventor of the first gummy ship. So that's almost certainly how we're traveling through the universes, right? Oh, yeah. The three of you are traveling in your gummy ship, and you beam down to this next world, and you're on a boat. Like a, a small motorboat, not like a big ship. Um, and you see someone there who you recognize. She is maybe a couple of years older since when you last saw her. I'm not clear on the actual time frame, but it seems like a couple years older. Um, she is a young woman with uh, long reddish brown hair. Uh, she's wearing a bright red fedora and trench coat. Um, and she turns to the three of you and she says, nice of you to show up. What do you do? Uh, Mickey sort of takes a moment to take in his surroundings are we on the boat in the middle of an ocean are we actually like go is the boat in 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 motion is it going the somewhere or is it is just like in... sitting in the dock yeah no the boat is in motion um it is going somewhere it's it's not like in the middle of the ocean um like not in the middle of nowhere but you can see behind you a city and in front of you an island um and you are heading somewhere in this boat uh and I think that I feel like there's a couple of red-headed uh, people who you have not met before sitting in the front of the boat. One of them is driving. And are, are they? Are either of them paying attention? Is is Carmen facing us, or is she face like she is she like sitting and looking at us, or is she just looking over her shoulder, kind of thing? Carmen is sitting and looking at you. Yeah. Uh, Mickey's just going to be like, Carmen, is that you? Yes, it is. Um, wow, you sure got old. Wow! <laughs> That's the first thing Humans grow up real fast, huh? I guess compared to mice. <laughs> well, yeah. You see, my friend, uh, my friend Donald, he's got a couple of nephews, and they just seem to never change. <laughs> okay. Mickey's completely oblivious to the impropriety of being like, "Wow, you're super old now, huh?" Um, I like your hat. Really. Thanks. Um, and I think she she actually gets up out of her seat and walks over to the three of you and um, maybe not hugs you, but holds out a hand like, hey, it's been a while. Hi, nice to see you. Uh, Johnny Five is going to go in for that hug. And <laughs> Johnny Five is going to be like, hello, bozo. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he brings out his two arms and just like goes and uh, just goes... You are grown up of age, woman, and gives a a, a pat pat. 
Oh, he definitely hugs Johnny Five back. Um, Johnny Five is shaped like a friend. <laughs> Johnny Five is shaped like a friend. I mean, if you could call a robot on two tank treads with uh, uh, basically I mean, a that VCR sounds like for how a head. I would describe a friend. <laughs> yeah, basically with a VCR for a head, uh, with like two like aperture camera apertures on top. Uh, so Johnny Five gives a hug. Um, and just goes, nice boat, dinghy, catamaran, nice ride. I think at that, um, one of the two people sitting in the front, um, turns around, and I think I'm going to butcher a Boston accent, and I apologize in advance. <laughs> That's fine. It's fantasy Boston. It can be any accent yeah. you want. Hey, as long as you don't Boston a butcher accent, then that's fine. Um, and the person in the front turns and she says, Carmen, who are your friends? Mickey does that uh, super low down, leaning to one side from behind Carmen and Johnny Five uh, hugging and just sticks out a hand. He's like, hey, I'm Mickey. Who are you? Mickey, huh? Nice to meet you. I'm Ivy. And this is Zach. Hey, Zach. Keep your eyes on the road. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the part where uh, Kentaro, uh, who has at at this point just been utterly baffled by the fact that he was once in... Uh, a gummy ship in the middle of space and just suddenly is now in a boat um, has now gotten to his senses and uh, sticks out his hand for his special handshake to Carmen and says, hi, I'm Gentaro. Hopefully we can be friends. Okay, um, let me see. I think you've met Carmen before, but it's it's been a little while. He may, He's changed a bit. Um, so yeah, she goes over and shakes her hand. She goes, Gentaro, it's been... A few years. Um, and then I think, hmm, I don't know. Do any of you want to make links with Carmen San Diego? I don't think you have existing links with her. No, I think we all, I think we kind of were all like, well, we'll probably know her. So um, I'm going to hold off on making a link with Carmen until there's a moment where I think it's interesting dynamically. So for now, I'm not going to have a link with Carmen. I think Gentaro's whole deal is. Just, like, always, always be making links. Um, so I'm definitely going to make a, I'm definitely going to make a heart link here, I think. Okay, um, heart, heart or light? You're right, it's probably light. Like, like, again, his whole thing is making friends. Which I particularly like also because, um, I'm, I'm also in favor of... The thing that Gentaro typically do- does in his actual show, which is whenever he introduces himself and offers to offers his special handshake to someone, they just know how to do it, regardless of if they've ever done it before. <laughs> so the the real test here then is if your if your role fails, do they know how to do the handshake? <laughs> That's a good. Well, let's find out. Please roll to make a link. Um, remind me what that role is. Uh, it's 2d6 plus the links that you're trying to roll. So if you're trying to make a light link... No, plus the stat. Yeah, sorry, what I mean is if you're trying to make a light link, you roll 2 plus light. Right, 2d6 so plus light. If you're trying to make a dark link, you roll 2d6 plus dark. Right, so that's 2d6 plus 2. And is it your highest uh, stat? Yes, it is. Okay, then add one to that. Okay. Nice. So that is uh, 12, right? Yep, that's 12. Yeah, 9 plus 3 is 12. Yeah. 
Yeah, she definitely knows how to do the handshake. And I don't know if you've ever even done this with her before, but she does it. We've never done it before. She's never seen it. And it just happens. Yes. And I think that means your link move goes off. What's your link move? My link move is um, whenever you make a link with someone with whom one of your friends already has made a link, everyone heals one harm, which doesn't come into play here. Doesn't trigger yet. Yeah, there's no harm and nobody else has a link with her yet. Johnny 5 would also like to make a light wink. Yeah, I love that like, Carmen is simultaneously hugging Johnny 5 and doing the hand take- handshake with Gintaro. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I like the fact that Johnny 5 is one of those huggers who doesn't know when to stop. <laughs> He'll stop when he's told. Uh, uh, yeah, so Johnny 5 will also try to make a light wink with uh, Carmen. Maybe. Ooh. What's your light stat? Uh, zero. Oh. Well, oh, no. Oh, no. And the boat explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Let me just check real quick what happens. on. Is that a complete failure? Yeah, that's a complete fa- failure. Uh, so the, move link, the link move doesn't trigger. And I believe uh, with a failed one, you, the GM, also on a miss... Um, you make you a move a as hard as, uh, so you give him a link, you give someone else a link as well, and you also make a move as hard as you want. Uh, let's just pick one. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. I mean, I don't think I'm going to give you a dark link with Carmen San Diego, but I think Thank you, you get a, I think you see Carmen, um, doing this handshake with Gintaro, and I don't know if you are completely capable of it because you don't have exactly uh human hands and you get a mastery link with carmen san diego <laughs> i learned how to make a <laughs> you want to learn how to wanna... you want to learn how to do handshakes from her yeah i would love to learn how to learn how to handshake uh <laughs> um i think that uh johnny five is going to let go of of the hug and like actually like stare intense like you see his eyes, like the apertures close on like when you're finishing the handshake and he just goes, wow, high fives. I wish I (laughs) I could do a high three. And he holds up his little like claws. Oh, oh, Johnny five. Um, okay. And then, um, okay. So make a move as hard as you want. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a like hard, hard move, right? It can. Okay. Again, as hard as you want is you can make a soft move to sort of suggest something is going to happen, or you can make a hard move and go, no, whilst you're distracted with the hug and staring at this handshake, somebody stabs you in the back. No, I don't think I want to do that. Um, Mickey puts away his keyblade then. I'm trying to decide what to do, because like I think that like Zach looks behind him from where he's driving and he sees Johnny Five. Zach thinks that this looks really cool too. And uh, Gentaro, you get a mastery link with Zach. He also wants to learn to do the handshake. <laughs> I don't know that I'm prepared to. He considers himself your student. Okay. So is it Zach's perception of Gentaro or is it Gentaro's perception of Zach? Is the question. Uh, I think it's Zach's perception of Gentaro then. So then Zach has a link. I just wasn't prepared to like do something bad this early. <laughs> You're still on the boat. You're not even where I want you to be. <laughs> As this is happening, I am just going to walk over, seeing Zach look over his shoulder and staring at this situation. I'll, uh, I'm going to walk over and be like, no, really, pay, 
attention to where we're going. <laughs> and then he's gonna uh, as, as uh, he's gonna go. Jesus! By the way, where is that? <laughs> where are we headed? Um, I think Carmen's actually going to like hand each of you an earpiece and say, "I have. We have a uh, someone who's." <laughs> Mickey takes the earpiece and looks at it and is like, "Ah!" <laughs> and then he looks like his eyes roll up and look at uh, my eyes roll up and look at my ears, and I'm like. It'll fit. It's a special magic earpiece. <laughs> he just he like holds it up slowly and is like, ah. He, I think he just ends up resting it on his head and like clipping it to the side of the circle um, that is his ear. And he's like, cool. I, thanks. I, I have no need for this, Carmen San Diego. I have my own receiver. Oh, that's right, you do. Okay, um, and I think clipping it to your ear does work because. Technically, Carmen's earpiece is an earring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But if all of you have these earpieces in or your receiver on, uh, then you hear players say, "We're in Venice, or you're in Venice, um, Basserinissima, Queen of the Adriatic, <gasps> the floating city," um, and that's Venice, huh? I am going to turn to Johnny Five uh, and Guitaro and be like. Have either of you fellas ever been here before? When the moon hits your eye like the big pizza pie, that's amore. And he just starts singing. Jo- I-, I look at Johnny Five really perplexed, and I'm like, Ha-ha! Uh, Venice! Uh, Gendera just shakes his head. I goes, like, I've never gone much further than the shores of Japan, but I do know what it's like to have someone in my ear all the time. <laughs> well, Carmen, what are we doing here? Um, Carmen says, I actually thought this was just up your alley. I was a little bit expecting you to be here. Um, we've recently received some information that the uh, that Vile is working on something to do with the Heartless again. Vile? Hmm. I hate those guys. Uh, and I assume... So previously we were on Vile Island. Did we at that time learn that Vile was the uh spoiler alert villains league? Um I don't think you learned necessarily their name because I don't think Carmen did, but you knew they were evil. You knew they'd been doing evil stuff. We were probably being like Carmen, you got to get out of here. Um Yeah. You're so um, much better than these people. Um and I think also seeing her mention the heartless, uh, Mickey's like, I am like, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, at least we know we're here for something. And he looks at the other two and says, if there's something we know how to do, it's stopping the darkness. Gangsters, crooks, hooligans, transgressors. You've got it, buddy. <laughs> and Genter just like kind of uh, cracks his knuckles uh, and goes, "I'm ready to get at him whenever you are." So think of the input that Venice can give us. We can get as much input as you like along the way. Canals, aqueducts, channels, water. <laughs> Mickey is just like trying to chime in. Like I know that Johnny does this sometimes, and usually it helps when I'm. Participating, I think. I haven't worked it out yet. And uh, Johnny Five just goes, if we are going to the city of Venice, we're going to need disguises. Okay. 
you're right there, buddy. And then he turns to Carl, uh, then I turn to Carmen and say, so, do you know anything about what they're doing there? Um. Where are they? Uh, let me think. Hang on. Um, I just have to figure out how I'm going to do this. Okay, yeah. So, um, in your ear, you hear, you hear players say, Venice is full of history, culture, and art. It's also home to La Biennale de Venezia, or the Venice Biennale, an arts organization that holds events celebrating art, music, dance, architecture, theater, and cinema, which means the Biennale is home to the oldest film festival in the world. The Venice Film Festival is one of the big three international film festivals, um, and we think that Vile has a plan around that festival. Oh boy. Now joining. Input. 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 Such input player. Absolutely. Would would Johnny Five mind being called Johnny? Is Johnny good? Oh, Johnny's fine. Okay, that's why he's like, now Johnny, I know what you're thinking, but we have a mission. Okay? <laughs> think of all think of all the films I could see. Could you maybe see them after the dark doesn't destroy them? Yes, yes, yes. We must protect the input, right? <gasps> yes, protecting the input is very important. Okay, we're in. Uh, Johnny Five is going to uh, roll for his uh, costume change. Oh my goodness. That's, that's sort of why I was asking where it takes place, because I was like, that will steer your disguises, right? Uh, so uh, Johnny Five has in Short Circuit 2... Uh, a toolbox on his back. Throughout the film, he pulls out way too many things from there that uh, shouldn't. He basically has a Mary Poppins bag on his shoulder. They never explain it. He pulls a hang glider out. <laughs> he pulls a hang glider out of it. Uh, it's fine. He's he's gonna pull. Start pulling stuff out of his uh, out of his pack. And he's gonna roll with mastery. Yeah, that's a twelve. So. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to read the move. Uh, when in need of a disguise, roll with mastery. On a 10 plus, pick three. On a 7 and 9, pick two. Uh, so, the four options are, you are hidden, your costume is flawless, every party member gets a costume, and your costume is removable. I think that I'm going to pick everything but you are hidden. So, yeah, we don't need to be, like, hidden, we just need to be disguised so uh so our costumes are flawless uh every party member gets a costume and it's removable so i just start pulling out like fine italian fashions um i think johnny five is going to wear something akin to uh a gondolier uniform because that's just how he how he's gonna do it he's gonna go to uh, the most uh, stereotypical. So Johnny Five is wearing like a striped, uh, like black and white shirt over his like bulky robotic frame, like a little like red scarf and like a little white like little hat, like circular hat. He is very much still a robot, <laughs> oh, but no. it's a but this costume is flawless, and no one's gonna think that he's a robot underneath this costume. He's just a weird film buff. Yeah, and also he's got like a little handlebar mustache on his face too. I, Mickey, who is me, (laughs) 
am going to find myself in a perfect Italian cut purple suit uh, with a flat cap and I look like the perfect little mafioso. Uh, Mafioso. I would say complete with an Uzi, but it's not complete with an Uzi. That's silly. Complete with a keyblade. No, uh, yeah, it's just a very finely cut purple uh, Italian style cut suit. I think I'm also. I think I'm also in a, a very uh, well cut uh, Italian suit, but it's uh, black with gold accents. Um, but the like the entire process of uh, going into the costume change also changes my hair from its unique pompadour to um, <laughs> like it's just kind of uh, loose and out. <laughs> Which deeply frustrates me, but I understand that it's for uh, the job. So I just kind of look up and sigh. I, I, I kind of touch it with mourning in my eyes. Looking good, fellas. I just turn to I just turn to Mickey and nod. Oh boy, we'll fit right in. Look at us, a couple of average Joes on the street in a city in a city of canals. Uh. I'm going to say to Carmen, So, uh, is there any kind of common vernacular here we should know about? Italiano! Since it's the International Film Festival, um, there'll be people from all over the world here. You'll, uh, you'll fit right in. <laughs> Perfect! We'll pretend to be locals! <laughs> I point at my own face and go, I don't think I can pull that off. What are you talking about? No, you'll be fine. It's a it's a multicultural city. We got this. You'll do better than the other two. I just like how the mouse and the robot are just like, <laughs> you'll be fine. No one will notice a thing. I know almost nothing about Italy, and you look just like you belong here to me. Um, I think that as as you finish your, your costume change, the boat uh pulls up on the island of Lido, which is where the film festival is. It's not in like Venice proper, it's out on a sort of resorty beach island uh nearby. Uh Johnny Five is very sad about this. Ah, I sure wish Minnie was here. This looks like a very spiffy place. Johnny Five doesn't have to be sad. Now let's go find those vile folks. Uh and I am just going to <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna dive off the boat onto the beach and then as I go to start running away I turn around and go maybe you should tell us if there's anything we're missing <laughs> um let me see who would say this I think player says um Yanni5 you want to watch all the all the input here right but there's one piece of input you maybe shouldn't um we found out that the Venice classics, where world premieres of restored classic films are played, has the target that Vile is after. <gasps> um, there was a famous lost film, it's called Hollywood, about a young actress who goes to Hollywood and finds herself unemployed. Um, last year, the original negative was discovered, and we thought that that type of historical and cultural item was something that Vile would target, but they made no moves during the entire restoration. 
When Shadow-san brought us their records, though, we found out what they were really up to. According to this file, Dr. Bellum is planning to use the, f- the film's premiere at the Biennale to test some new technology. Vile agents snuck in after the restoration and added a special layer to part of the film, which is supposed to turn anyone who watches it into a heartless. <gasps> Those scoundrels! Yeah, that's the word I was thinking of, too. But then we know exactly what we do. Don't we just smash up the tape? No! <gasps> it's important historical work! Jantaro! I mean... Do not do this! We have to protect the input! Do not disassemble! And I, I like, I'm scratching my head in baffling confusion at this point. Uh, and I go, but if we need to figure out which part of the tape is bad, we'd have to watch it and then we'd also be in trouble. Isn't this the easiest thing to do? Of course not! The shortest route to the fixing the problem is always the one they want you to go for. <laughs> Besides, this work is delicate. It requires professional attention. Uh, and I'm going to turn to Carmen and be like, Do you have... Or possibly speak to a player, in fact, and say, uh, Do you have any contact information for the people behind the, the good work here? Maybe that's a a roll. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Is it? It's a deep dive. Is... No, I think it's it's not really a deep dive yet. That's more of a question. <laughs> if he doesn't have that information, that's fine. We can. No. Um. Let me think. Okay. Um. I think Carmen says says um we found in their files exactly how it was put on, and we think we can remove it. If we can get to the film roll, it's an old film roll, not a whole tape, um, like an old old movie reel. So we have to get there t- and take it off before anyone can watch it. It's set to premiere later today. So how much time do we have? That sounds simple enough. So how much time do we have? Well, before the actual premiere, it's supposed to be a couple of hours, but we have to find it. We have to take it off. We need to do this as fast as possible. Mm. Okay. I guess we start looking for the for the real then. <laughs> I've got an idea. Johnny Five has a great idea. I'm listening. We could pretend Mickey Mouse is a famous film producer. I do have a history of movies. And we can get inside and get the tape. That sounds like a great plan, Johnny. Why didn't I think of that? Because I have more memory than you. And more input. And he, he, uh, and I nudge Johnny like, hey, hey, input, see, I get it. I do not think you understand what input means, Mickey Mouse. Ah, so anyway, let's get to that film festival. Aha. And I think with that, (laughs) I start leading the way, despite the fact that I do not know where I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's very Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's just like, come on, let's go. I'm kind of tempted to have Mickey be like, what are those guys for? (laughs) The two people on the boat. (laughs) What is their use? Come on, Carmen. You're the real boss here. Let's go. Okay. Um, I think Carmen, did you you actually just insult Ivan Jack or you just like... (laughs) No, he didn't say uh, I I was considering it. Here we go. Johnny Five (laughs) will go to Carmen, or to Player, actually. Player... Player, what is the purpose of the two redheads on the ship? Johnny, you can't just ask what the purpose of people is. 
They do not seem to serve any good function. We're all rude. Carver says they're the best getaway drivers we have. Um, but I don't know if you want to make a link with either of them. They they are most certainly the best getaway drivers that you have. But they are the only ones that you have. <laughs> I'm sure you could find much better. And I want to make a dark link with both of them. Oh, no. I guess roll twice. Because they're not technically a package set. <laughs> Listen, they're 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 two. They're the same people. Um. They are not the same. <laughs> I watched Carmen San Diego four times this last. No, they are weeks. not the same. You are correct. <laughs> Who was it, uh, Marquez? You rolled a six earlier, right? Don't forget yeah. to mark XP. Yes, thank you. Oh, that's a ten. Who was that one for, though? Uh, uh Zach. Uh, my link is just uh, if I make a link that somebody uh. Are, or that one of my other party members already have. Everyone gets that link, but... Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so Gunter immediately walks up to Zack, puts his hand on Zack's shoulder and goes, Don't mind him. He can have his mood sometime. But I think you're a cool guy. <laughs> um, I think Zack says, I think you're cool too. And I thought smashing the tape was a good idea, but I guess we're preserving history or something. Um, roll to make a- are you making a light? You know what? Yes. Who's roll- Okay, uh, Marquez, was that, was that your second roll with, um, That's my IV roll. Yes. Okay, so you made a dark link with Zach. You did not make a dark link with Ivy. <laughs> what is the link? Um. Oh, two failures. Yeah, you rolled a five. Uh, shucks. Well, hang on. It's, it's five plus your, um- All right. It's five plus your light, Which right? is also my highest, so that's five plus three. Okay, so that's a mixed success. Okay, so Gintaro made a light link with Zack. Uh, Johnny Five made the dark link with Zack. Zack. And failed to make a dark link with Ivy? Was that yes, a failure correct. or was that a, it went too fast? That, that was, was a failure. failure. Okay, so now I give you a link with Ivy. <laughs> I, I like to think that Johnny Five doesn't like Zack, but Ivy is fine, which is also what Marquez thinks in <laughs> Carmen San Diego. Yeah, Ivy's like more Ivy's more cool than Zack. Yeah, Mar Ivy's a thousand percent cooler than Zack. Hot takes versus Carmen San Diego show. Yeah, I think that I think that Johnny Five sees that Ivy's more cool than Zack, but she also still hangs out with her brother, even though he's less cool than her. So Johnny Five gets a heart link with Ivy. Okay. I'm, because I'm maybe down. judging people isn't good. <laughs> Let me see. It's either give someone else a link or make a move, right? Johnny Five just failed his link roll with Ivy. So, so I get to make a move. So I think that as this happens and as you're all sort of saying goodbye to the, the getaway drivers, um, Carmen points and she says look and there is mime bomb sitting well not actually sitting doing that mime thing where they pretend there's a chair and pretending to read a newspaper um and he looks up and sees all of you and folds his fake newspaper and gets up and books it so oh. he is now running away that's weird maybe he didn't see me <laughs> oh that's right you're his friend i'm gonna look at common and be like i didn't imagine that right that was that was mime bomb. That was definitely mime bomb. Let's go. After that, mime. Hey, mime bomb. Mime bomb. Mime bomb. Mime bomb. Mime bomb. Hey, I'm B. I'm B. 
forgot Mickey's friends with Mime Bomb. Yeah, so I have a light link with Mime Bomb. Um, and <laughs> as I start running after Mime Bomb, uh, I stop shouting and I start signing um, in the hopes that he'll look over <laughs> his shoulder and see me miming a greeting. So I, I think that as I'm running, it looks like the Kermit arm flail. <laughs> it's just... I'm going to go up next to Mickey and I'm just going to go, get on, Mickey, and like, a little... you got it. Uh, and I'm I'm going to do exactly that. I'm just going to jump onto Johnny Five's chassis. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he He's done this. Hmm. Actually, I'm, oh, we've absolutely done this before. I think I'm going to jump onto um, Johnny Five's chassis. I'm going to summon my Keyblade and I'm going to launch it as hard as I can so that it's sort of um, boomerangs, but it lands in the dirt in front of Mime Bomb. Okay, that's. Definitely some kind of move, right? Yeah, it's uh, interfere, probably. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Yes, it is. Yes. You're trying to interfere with him running away. Correct, yeah. So uh, I am definitely stopping someone else's action using force, which is rolling the duck, which I am very, very bad at. Because um, you're Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would say that if I fail this roll horribly, I would like to... <laughs> assuming it will matter, um, Johnny Five is absolutely helping me. Yes. Oh, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what the we'll see what the roll looks like. Um, so it's this minus two. Let's find out. Uh, oh, hang on. Nope. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not going to help. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's I can't. I couldn't even help you if they tried. Am I bad? Look out! Yeah, because that's a that's a four total, right? Yeah, that's a four. <laughs> Yeah, nothing I can uh, do. So I, I've summoned my my awesome Keyblade. I, I think it's actually just a classic Keyblade. Yeah, I think shape. it's a classic Keyblade with Mickey's head on the chain. Yeah, because he it's it's all about his royalty status and stuff. Um, so it's it's just a blue and yellow. It's a blue key section, and then the fob is like a greeny um, gold tone. It ends in blue, and then it has a gold chain with Mickey's head shape on it. Because he's vain. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm royalty. People have got to know who I is. <laughs> and <laughs> he he launches it sideways uh, in Mime Bomb's direction. Uh, but does not does not uh, stop him. Let me see. It doesn't stop him, and you make him move as hard as you want. Okay. So what happens as a result of me riding on Johnny Five throwing a keyblade? <laughs> oh. Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, hmm. So I think Mime Bomb, like, first of all, sees the uh, the Keyblade coming towards him, and he, <laughs> just for fun, he like the the Keyblade lands in the dirt, and and Mime Bomb pretends to like open a open an invisible door, step through the door, close the door, lock it with a different key because. Mm-hmm. He's a mime, um, and continues running. Um, <laughs> I think as we get closer to where my keyblade is, Mickey jumps off the back of Johnny Five and goes, "Oh no, he shut us out!" <laughs> and he starts <laughs> miming along where the door is and fumbles for a handle that's not there. Mickey Mouse, why do you play these games? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think that uh, the I think that actually um, Johnny Five might 
trip over the keyblade. Johnny Five is going too fast and trips over the keyblade. Um, and Mickey Mouse falls a little bit. Can I say that Johnny Five trips over the keyblade and Mickey Mouse falls backwards because of the invisible wall that's not there, but he's just yes. so dedicated? Mickey, Mickey dedicated Mouse is a to former the silent movie. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Johnny Five trips over the keyblade and Mickey Mouse falls like, and take <laughs> from the, the invisible wall. Um, and I think Mickey Mouse takes one home from that. Yeah, I, I'm sitting on the ground and I I sit up and there's little bluebirds suckling my head. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely. Oh, I hate it when this happens! And I swat around until they fly away. Is this a beach uh, that we're on? Are we on sand or...? Um, well, there's like a beach, but it's also like a, a small... It's it's not a whole city, but it's it's a place where people live. It's a residential area. So there's like Oh, oh, I just meant like can I hit can Johnny Five be like halfway in the sand with his treads like up in the air after yes. biting it? So <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's where Johnny Five is. He, you see his treads like moving back and forth. <laughs> um so I immediately see this and then like my my goal at that moment is I don't want to lose track of uh mind bomb as they keep running, so I start moving even faster, and I reach into one of my side pockets for a food droid, which is um it's shaped like a hamburger, but but I throw it in the air and it legit turns into a robot and starts like spinning in the air and two like claws come out of. Um, the sides where the party is supposed to be and start like spinning towards um, Mime Bomb to reach out for him. Um, so I'm also going to interfere. What is Common Rider? Common Rider is the best. I love the food droids. I also love that like of the three of you, two of you have like so many gadgets and Carmen also has so many gadgets and Mickey's just like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Hey, I got all sorts of tricks you ain't never seen before. (laughs) Right. So I'm rolling. So I'm rolling with Doc, which is 2d6 plus zero. Yes. Are you trying to stop Mime Bomb, or are you just trying to, like, keep track of Mime Bomb? I'm trying to stop him. Okay. Like, I want want this food droid to legit hit him in the face and start squeezing. Well, you rolled a nine. Which is, they don't do it cleanly, or something goes wrong in a dramatic way. Okay, they don't do it cleanly. Hmm. So he, 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 they still get away, but, like, because if, if, if Mind Bomb's trying to get away, and that's what he's trying to interfere with, Mind Bomb still gets away, but it doesn't happen easily, or something goes dramatically wrong with him trying to get away. Okay. I've, I think but I've got it. But the GM decides, yeah. I think I know what happens. Um, the food droid grabs on to Mime Bomb um, to try and stop him, but Mime Bomb uh, continues running with the with the food droid hanging off of him. So that is now stuck to him. Um, but he does get away <laughs> with your food droid. I don't know if that's good, but food droids are like they're gadgets. You could probably oh, they have. I mean, yeah, but it also has tracking capabilities, so oh, that's yes, useful. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely that's what happens then. Uh, seeing this, I just go, No, don't hurt him! 
<laughs> it's a tiny hamburger. <laughs> Somebody please help Johnny Five. Yeah, I, I, now that I've swatted away the birds, I'm going to get up and uh, <laughs> I'm going to get that classic tug of war scene of Mickey holding onto one of the legs and leaning back as hard as he can, trying to as hard as I can, trying to pull uh, Johnny out of the sand. Mickey's like two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think I, uh, it's almost at shoulder height. Is <laughs> it's like. Ah! I see this happening, and I literally just walk up to Johnny Five and just lift him out of the dirt. <laughs> thank, okay. thank you, friend Jintaru. You are welcome. I could have got, I, I could have done that. I was just uh, teaching you. Yeah. I trip because of Mickey Mouse. Hey, that's only partially true. <laughs> Sorry. Are you okay, Johnny? Yes, I am fine. Only thing hurt is my pride. Uh, well, we lost him. Sorry, Carmen. <laughs> and I turn to uh, Mickey and Carmen and go, Don't worry about it. That thing will always let me know where Mime Bomb is now. And like, I... Oh, that's great. I love that guy. I pull out one of the other food droids, um, open it out into droid mode, press a couple of buttons and then turn it back. Um, this one looks like an even larger burger. <laughs> That is that is not supposed to be physically capable of fitting it back into my pocket, but I put put it back and it disappears. Um, and oh. I believe that that's what we call a double. <laughs> and I just let Car I just uh, let Carmen know that if she has any tech, she can see where it is. Okay, so it I'm it's been a while since I've watched Carmen Riders, so you can use this bigger uh, hamburger to track the smaller hamburger. I can. Wow, I forgot that. Okay. Like I was, I was really just like sending inputs to, um, whatever tech. Uh, in fact, I'll also send it to Johnny Five as well. But I sent it to whatever, like if Carmen had a tablet or anything on her. Oh yeah, Carmen definitely has something like that. So I guess you're sending it to Player, and Player is relaying it to everyone mm -hmm. else, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to make sense of that information, but someone else can. Yes, in his room in Canada, player is pulling up a virtual map of the festival. Um, wow, okay, this so festival's you... really on the wall, huh? <laughs> okay, so you do you do know where Mime Bomb is? Do you guys want to just go there? Player's looking at the So, player, uh, what's it looking like? Where is he headed? Um, hmm. Wait, I have notes on this. I did so much research on the like the the film festival <laughs> that's awesome I, I guess basically what i'm thinking here is like um if player can sort of tell us where mind bomb is headed we can maybe decide whether or not we need to go there and scope it out or if we need to just storm and head over that way or if we need to sneak in and do something else somewhere else yeah, I think player says he's heading towards the Palazzo del Cinema, the the big building where they do most of the film screenings. Film screenings, input, 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 and Johnny Five is just booking it. He's gone. Johnny Five is going. He's going. He's gone. You heard the man. Let's go. Okay. I am not a man. I am a machine. <laughs> <laughs>
I am going to hop onto my Keyblade, which I'm just going to lay out in front of me, and I'm going to use it like a hoverboard and zoom on after. Wait, do Keyblades do that? Uh, well, in Birth by Sleep, they can turn their keyboards into literal hover bu- uh, Keyblades into literal hover bikes. Um, they can. But in this case, Mickey's just like, I'm just making it magic and floating. So, I, yes, Mickey throws his key blade in front of him and just jumps on top of it and soars surfboard style. He's got his hands out to for balance and he's he's shooting the breeze as he flies after Johnny Five at a moderate speed. Um so he's keeping pace with him but at a distance because he can't quite get fast enough to catch up. Uh Johnny Five's fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even on sand. Mm-hmm. Especially on sand. That's what Trink Tank treads are four. Fair. Um. Uh, Gantura immediately responds to this by doing another sudden hammer space thing, which is... Do we all have access to hammer space technically? Because one of us is a com- one of us is common rider, another of us is an old timey cartoon, and Johnny Five canonically has a toolbox that can fit a hang glider in it. So we all have access to hammer space. It just works. Um, so, like, literally imagining this on, like, TV, um, once, once the action cuts back to me, there is a bike already on my left-hand side, and I'm, and I just get onto it, and I'm already catching up with Johnny Five, but I'm trying not to pass him, because I don't know where we're going. Yeah. Um, I love how Mime Bomb has made it faster to where he's going <laughs> than all of us on these borderline supersonic transports. Well, you had to get past the door he made. Yeah, that's we true. had to get past yeah. that door. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, so when we get there. Yeah. Um, and Carmen is also following along. He's doing that thing where he jumps along rooftops. <laughs> oh, cool. Nice. She's cooler than She's us. Very cool. You've been listening to Voices at Play, building a table for everyone. Join us in the next episode for the conclusion to this one-shot. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. One dollar pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work. So if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time, we'll just keep on playing.